In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Hello, listeners. Be advised that this show is an immersive audio experience. It may seem like sounds are coming from the sides or behind you. Listener discretion is advised, as this content is intended for adult audiences only. For more details, see the episode description. Q-Code presents Ad Lucem, starring Chris Pine, Olivia Wilde, and Troyan Belisario. Created by Troyan Belisario and Joshua Close. Episode 7. The Farm. Hey, you awake in there? Leaving in 20. Addy? Yeah? I'm making eggs. We'll eat and go. Okay. Hey, you punk. You got me with that message. Uh, hey, I don't know what your dad has told you, but I, um, I won't be seeing you anymore. It's hey, my fault, Dad? So don't be mad at him. Dad? Yeah? Dad! Volume down? Yeah, what is it? Something's wrong. It's a turn signal. Use it! Can Idiot. we call her again? No, we can Dad! Sweetie, she's not. <sighs> call Phil. Calling. Philomel Graymore. Are you worried? No. Is there anything to worry no, about? No, 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 no. There's nothing to be worried about. She's just not gonna... Hey, you've reached me. Does anyone even do this anymore? End call. Phil is just, uh, she is, uh, complicated. What does that mean? It means she's... Then let me in! Sorry. Uh, call Jimmy. Calling Jimmy Ray's Ad Lucem OI Security. Hey, Dom. Hey, Jimmy, did you, did you see Phil today? Uh, no. Not yesterday, either. <clears throat> Is she all right? Yeah, 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 she's just, she's not picking up her phone. You headed to her apartment? Yeah, 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 of course, I'll let you know if she's there. Call me if she shows, yeah? Yes, sir. Okay, end call. D- do we need to call 911? Turn or move! Just turn or move! Dad! No, no, I, I, we're, we're fine, we're fine. Why isn't she at work? She's not at work because she, uh, she does this sometimes. What? Just disappear? She's never done that to me. Ever. (sighs) When was the last time you two spoke? When was the last time you two spoke? Addison, this could be an emergency. You just said there was nothing to worry about. Hey! Three days ago. About what? I don't know stuff. Addison! About you and Mom. 
What about us? I, I just wanted to ask her advice about stuff. Uh, advice on what, exactly? Moving to California. What? Who's moving to California? Ted, for work, and he oh, invited... Fuck. He invited Mom and me, and <laughs> Mom said she'd think about it. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know she can't do that, and you should not be the one to tell me. She can't just decide she to didn't. move across the fucking country. Dad, calm down! Please, she didn't decide anything. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry, sweetie. Uh, I'm not. I'm not mad at you, but your mother needs to talk to me about this stuff and not to go through you. It's just it's she not, wasn't. It's not appropriate. I wasn't even supposed to tell you, and I probably shouldn't. Well, this is definitely something I should have been told. But Phil should have told me. I. Can't. I asked her not to. What did she say when you told her? That change is scary, and, but no matter what happens or where we are, family will be a family. She said our family? She meant you, me, and mom. Why are you so mad at her? I'm, I'm not. Ugh, baby, there's, there's just a lot you don't know about Phil. Like what? Phil has... Issues. It, what kind of issues? She's had to go to the hospital. And how would you know? Because I took her. <laughs> Addison, Addison, sweetheart, look at me. Look at me. I don't think Phil's in danger. I'm sure she's, she's just at home. She's watching TV, eating cereal, or doing whatever it is that Phil does. And she's going to be fine, but... We do need to check. I need to check. And you did the right thing by telling me about that voicemail, okay? Okay. You didn't do anything wrong. Okay, I love you. I love you too. Phil? Why is the door unlocked? I don't know. Wait here. She left the lights on. Wait by the door. Do not come in until I say. You hear me? I'll try calling her again. Please don't be dead. Hey, I'm there. There are federal agents standing in front of me with a warrant to seize hardware. What? Where are you? I'm at Phil's. Good. Bring her in with you. I can't. She's not here. I'm, I'm trying to find her. What? She left Addison some kind of... Goodbye message. Now she's not picking up her phone. How soon can you be here? 20. Okay, please, hurry. Come on, I gotta drop you at school and get to work. Uh, what about Phil? Is she back there? No, no, no. She's, uh... I don't know, but I'll find her. Dad, you're driving way too fast. No, we're fine. Shit! Shit! Who are you calling? Your mom. Uh, don't tell her about I won't. I won't. Hey. Hey, uh, have you left yet? I'm about to put on my shoes. Hi, Mom. Addie? Baby, why aren't you at school? I, I uh, forgot my allegory of the cave diorama at home, but I have it now. Okay, well, you ready for your presentation? Um, yeah. 
What's wrong? Uh, nothing. Cass, we need to reschedule the mediation today. No, don't. Don't do this again. Please, this is important. You can't keep pushing this off. I, I know, I know, but I, I well, have they to... they charge us for these last-minute cancellations. There's an emergency I at the office. Just... I need to take care of it right no, now. there always is. It's a real emergency, Mom. What? What? Are you guys okay? Th Dominic, nothing's th wrong. It's just work. We're okay. Addie is fine. Okay. Okay. Okay, I, I'll, I'll call and tell them. No, 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 I'll do it. It's my fault we have to cancel. I'll cover the charge and reschedule for whatever works for you. Just text me some times, okay? Okay, yeah. Uh, thank you. Of course. All right, uh, we gotta go. We're at school. Okay, well, I can't wait to hear how it goes, honey. Good luck and call me at lunch. <laughs> I will. Thanks, Mom. Okay, love you. All right, get in there and teach these people something. Dad, I'm, I'm worried about Phil. I'll find her. Come on, go. Call me, please. I love you. Love you too. So this is the new tech. Can, can you not touch those? Please? All the perverts can put these things on their faces and feel up their cars. Kara with presence was not intended for sexual gratification. But that's what Lombard used it for, right? I'm not aware of what Vincent did or did not do with the technology. You had no idea. Agent Reynolds, this is my head of security, Dominic McDonough. Mr. McDonough? He is also my lawyer. Can I see your warrant? I'd like a moment alone with my client. Let's continue the work outside, people. We can run interference on this and call in favors, but it's gonna take at least 48 hours to make any headway. Where's Phil? No idea. I need her. I know she said she was the one who told the feds about Lombard, but I don't know if that's true. Why would she lie? She was pissed at me. She could have... I know you two have been fucking... But... That's done. Good, but this isn't about you. She's hiding from me. What? I went to her apartment last night and asked her to take a more active role in the company. What did you offer? Half. Jesus, Miranda. There are agents outside that door looking for anything to tie me to that party. If Phil comes forward, we can say it was all part of a bigger plan. We thought Vincent was a problem, and we did this to try to find the evidence to turn him in. Did you think Vincent was a problem? Miss Gold. Find Phil. Tell her absence is not an acceptable answer. Yes, Agent Reynolds. Our apologies for the delay, gentlemen. You have my client and her company's full cooperation. We will do whatever we can to help your investigation into Vincent Lombard. We need you to open the nest. No. <clears throat> no, unfortunately, I can't do that. That is private client information in there. Lombard wasn't a client. He was a co-founder. Technically, he was also a subscriber, and therefore his car records are protected by our privacy clause. You'd be withholding key evidence of what took place out there. Again, that's not my clients to share. This is full cooperation. To the extent that privacy laws allow, yes. Well, we're going to start boxing up what we do have access to. Why don't we start with your office, Mr. McDonough? First door to the left. There is a case to be made that the moment Vincent stole our equipment, he violated our user agreement. If anything got out of the nest, no one would put their trust in us ever again. That's why Nick and I are the only ones with access to it, and it has to stay that way. Not Nick. 
Not anymore. The nest is not an option. I need Phil. In the climate-ravaged year of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven, a geoengineered paradise that protects fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. Demetria Lopez heads up Pura's public relations, tirelessly promoting the city's idyllic image. But when she stumbles upon a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she is willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Reyes Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then-unheard-of secret organization called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. Thank you, Tommy. Who wants to go next? Addison? All right, when you're ready. Plato's allegory of the cave. It starts out with all these people in a cave who are prisoners. They're chained to a wall, and they can only look in one direction at another wall. On this wall, they watch shadows, and they're told that what they're watching is real. Like shadows of books, or flowers, or even other people. They're being told that those shadows they see are the books and the flowers, and the people of their world. It's like a cartoon, or a movie. We know they aren't real, but just imagine if we were told they were, that we believed they were reality. Even the names of things. The word book isn't really a book. It's a fax... What's that word again? Facsimile. A facsimile. Something that stands in the place of the real thing, but... It's not the thing itself. And if their prisoners want to see anything real, they'd have to break their chains and walk out of the cave. Then they would see reality for the very first time. But even if the prisoners make it out, they can't tell the other prisoners about what they saw or they'll be hurt. Why? Because it challenges their idea of the world. The other prisoners, they aren't ready for that. It's like if someone told you the sky wasn't blue, it was red, you'd think they were crazy. But then, if everyone else started agreeing that the sky was red, but still you could only see blue, you'd think you were the crazy one. Who makes the shadows? Uh, Plato called them the puppeteers. But who are they? Mm, you know, I, I think there are other humans who want power and control. They want to decide what the prisoners get to believe. Any other questions? Okay. Thank you, Addison. Very good. 
Hey, you've reached me. Does anyone even do this anymore? Hey, <clears throat> your uh, message scared the shit out of Addison, so thank you for that. And you haven't been at work. I stopped by your place earlier uh, because Addison wanted to make sure you were all right. Your apartment is unlocked and your, your lights are on. I know we're not talking, but this is fucking... Look, just <clears throat> let me know you're okay, please. Philomel, I expected you in my office. I thought you would appreciate the delicate timing of this. Can you just text me back? They let me on my phone in class because I told them it's an emergency. Hey, it's Will. I haven't seen you in a while. Not like I'm surprised, but I want to make sure you're not face down in a gutter somewhere. Jesus, sorry. That's not what I meant. Like, I mean, you know what I mean. Fuck me. Call me back. If I don't hear from you soon, I will have to take my offer off the table. Is that what you want? Dude, the FBI is here. Why are you here? Should I not be uh, here? I got a really strange message from Nick the other night. You're I, really I freaking like me out, Phil. Where are you? Why aren't you answering anybody? I encourage you to think long and hard about the decision you're making. Are you alive? Where are you? Phil, I'm scared. Please answer. I'm going to start calling the hospitals. you inside in a bit. I just wanted you to see it. See what? The way the snow falls on that hill. It was the last thing Shane saw. Oh my god. Does this barn still look like you remember? Big hole in the roof. Crops dying in the field. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. I'm sure you are. Shane was not my only child, you know. He was my only living child. I had four miscarriages before I had him. Paul said he was our gift from God. That's why he named him Shane. It means graced by God. But once God gave us Shane, he started making Paul sick. Cancer. The man never smoked a day in his life, but God called him home at 43 years old with cancer. 
chain was just 12 then. He had to grow up so fast. Quit school to help me keep the farm afloat. That boy had to sacrifice so much, but he did. He carried that weight and gave me a reason to wake up in the morning. Kept my head on my shoulders. At just 12 years old, he did that. And all that changed when he turned 16. Francis, please. I, I truly had no idea that you were talking to a child. No. God, no. He told me that he was older. He was not. I, he was lonely. He told me that he needed a friend. That got paid by the hour, like a whore. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong. And when I found out how young he was, I stopped. I, you heard. You heard me. I, I brought him back here. And... And, I... and you went right back to your box to do it all over again. To new shames and new mothers. Francis, please. You should have stopped it back then. Yes. Well, maybe you can stop it now. When you sat in that circle, what did you hear? What did you hear in their voices? Uh, pain? Yes. Anger? Yes. Sadness? And what happened when all that was let out? They felt relief. They... They... They laughed. A little light being let in. Wasn't that wonderful? What you saw in that circle began with my grief after Shane died. All that pain. All that rage. I needed to let it out. I tried to go back to the church. But they had no real place for my grief. They told me it was God's plan. God called home my four unborn, and then my Paul. And now it was Shane's turn. God, I, I never meant to hurt him. But you did. Up. I found him right there, frozen, swinging too high for me to reach. I had to wait 30 minutes for the fire truck to come out. For 30 minutes, I listened to that rope creaking, straining. 
<laughs> My gift from God. Please, please forgive me. Well, that's what the church told me to do. They said if I forgave you, I'd be reunited with all my family in heaven. But I don't believe that. I don't think I'll ever see Paul or Shane or any of my babies ever again. They're dust. You turned my boy to dust. So, no, I do not forgive you. Phil, you are not forgiven. Then I can turn myself in. I will. I should have back then. And what I'm will sorry. that change? I. I. Then what can I do? You know what you can do? You can make it so no one else has to lose their boy like that ever again. How? And lose him. I think we've stayed out in the cold long enough. You coming? <sighs> Ad Lusum stars Chris Pine as Dominic, Olivia Wilde as Miranda, Troyan Belisario as Phil, with Savvy Monroe as Addison, Thomas Silcott as Jimmy, Clancy Brown as Vincent, Will Greenberg as Will, Fiona Shaw as Francis. Additional performances by Alex McKenna, Dan O'Connor, Amy Kale Peterson, Jay Sean Leake, Candace Kozak, Ali Maki. Written by Troyan Belisario and Joshua Close. Story editor Ian Gottler. Directed by Troyan Belisario. Executive produced by Chris Pine, Olivia Wilde, Ian Gottler, Troyan Belisario, Joshua Close, Rob Herding, Michelle Zarati, Sandra Yi Ling, and Alexa Gabrielle Ramirez. Produced by Lawrence Zanelli, Noah Gersh, Jamie Sheffman, and Nick Panama. Original music by Ian Arbor and Tom Ryan. Edited by Stephen Blevins. Sound design by Dmitro Kinyazhchenko and Noah Kowalski. Mixed by Zach Jurich. Audio engineering by Ben Milchev, Neely Oftring, Sarah Ma, and David Tadashore. Additional editing by Parisa Kazemi. Assistant editor Aaron Kennedy. Dialogue supervision by Noah Kowalski. Casting by Sunday Bowling Kennedy and Meg Mormon. Assistant Director, Kelsey Adams. Script Supervisor, Beth Ann Morgan. Set Teacher, Celeste Armstrong. Production Coordinators, Tom Breck and Alex Buda. Salt Head of Creative, Jordan Galvin. 
Salt Head of Post-Production, Robert Adler. Salt Head of Production, Liz LeMay. Salt Post-Production Supervisor, Ali Honore. Q-Code Head of Editing, Neely Oftering. Q-Code Head of Mixing, Ben Melchev. Production Legal, Christina Bulbrook and Lindsay Keel. Production Accounting, Pin Chun Liu. Special thanks to Robert Baker and Shin Yin Hyu. This podcast was recorded under a SAG after collective bargaining agreement. Ad Lusum is a Q Code, Barry Lynn in Motion Pictures, and Salt Production. Sound recording copyright 2023 by Q Code Media Inc. Whether you're in a relationship, single, or recently heartbroken, you could be navigating some tough stuff. And it really can be challenging to do this on your own. We all need help when it comes to our relationships, very specifically, our love lives. I'm Jillian, and each week on my podcast, Jillian on Love, I share skills on how to strengthen our relationships, how to build a stronger sense of self, and how to heal heartbreak and choose better partners. Learn how to start making change today and search for Jillian on Love wherever you're listening now. Get ready for Tangents with Tyler and Todd, a brand new podcast that will be the newest addition to your weekly routine. Hi, I'm Tyler. And I'm Todd, and we're your hosts, ready to dive in headfirst as we explore life's biggest questions. We were kind of caught up in other people's goals of what's normal. And not for a moment did we let up the gas enough to think, what do we want? While giving ourselves permission to go completely off the rails. I don't think that... Dildo is, you can make it an adjective. Dildoine? Yeah. Did I do that or did they? It's giving comedy show with a sprinkle of soul searching on top. Premiering October 18th, Tangents with Tyler and Todd is your new go-to podcast that will make you laugh, cry, and question everything. With new episodes every Wednesday, get ready to laugh, learn, and grow with us every week. Tangents is coming and you won't want to miss this. Mark your calendars for October 18th and subscribe to Tangents with Tyler and Todd wherever you listen to your podcasts. Everyone needs a break from the real world. That's why we played games as kids, and that's why we should play games as adults. I'm Troy Lavalle. And I'm Joe O'Brien. And back in 2015, we started a podcast called The Glass Cannon Podcast, a show made up of comedians and actors playing a fantasy role-playing game. And now is the perfect time to start listening because we just started a brand new story. It's basically Lord of the Rings meets Game of Thrones meets X-Files. Search for The Glass Cannon Podcast on your podcast app of choice. Hey, life is hard, so come play pretend with us.